0: Hey Graphic Audio fans! This is Production Manager Dwayne Beeman here with this week's Pick of the Week. My pick this week is Steven L. Kent's Rogue Clone 10 – The Clone Apocalypse Well, if you've been a fan of this series, you'll know that our favorite clone, Wayson Harris, now leads the Enlisted Man's Empire, or EME for short. The EME is made up of clone soldiers who have broken away from the unified authority in an attempt to gain their freedom. The EME believes that they have done just that after stopping the Authority from taking over Washington DC and have them on the ropes, ready to be taken down once and for all. But all of a sudden, the clones begin to drop like flies at an alarming rate. Turns out that the Authority had one trick left up their sleeve. They have unleashed a virus created to destroy the clones' internal infrastructure. The only clone that wasn't affected by this is Wayson Harris, the rogue clone because he was made differently from the other clones. But the virus is affecting Harris in a different way. In an attempt to find out the plot behind this, Harris becomes back crap crazy and is slowly but surely losing his grip on reality. Can Harris pull it together and regain his senses and become successful in stopping the authorities' threat? You're gonna have to get the book to find out. Stephen L. Kent has done a terrific job in writing the latest chapter in the Rogue Clone saga. Ken introduces many plot twists and turns, and just when you have resigned as to what happens next, he changes it up again. So there's a lot of action and intrigue in this book. Great collaborative effort from director Ken Jackson and sound designer Brian Rogers in creating this production. Great acting from the Graphic Audio bullpen, led by Mr. Action Jackson himself as Wayson Harris, and complimentary players Elliot Dash, David Jordan, Joel David Satner, Joe Brack, and Tracy Oliveira. If military science fiction is your thing, if you are a big fan of this series, or if you just enjoy a great adrenaline rush, this book is just for you. So go grab it today. Let's listen to a clip of Graphic Audio's production of Rogue Clone 10, The Clone Apocalypse. Howard Tasman sat in his wheelchair near the window, staring
1: through the break between the curtains, looking down at the street. It was the middle of the day in an underclass Washington suburb in August. The day was oppressively bright and humid. Most of the people had deserted this part of Coral Hills. Those who remained mostly stayed indoors during daylight hours. That was why the man caught Tasman's attention. He was walking alone on the street. The man was tall and gangly-looking, with long arms and long legs. As he came closer, Tasman recognized the man's soulful, sympathetic eyes. Hey, I know that guy. Travis Watson, who also lived in the apartment, went to the window to have a look. Who is he? His name is Rhodes. He works for one of the intelligence agencies. Emily Hughes, Watson's girlfriend, joined Tasman and Watson at the window. Like them, she hid behind the curtain. He doesn't
2: look like a spy.
1: He's not a spy. He's an administrator. Can we
2: trust him? I wouldn't trust him to wipe my ass. That would be cruel and unusual punishment. What's wrong with him? He works for E.M.E. Intelligence. That means he's on our side. He worked for U.A. Intelligence before the clones took over. I don't trust anybody who works both sides of a war. You worked both sides.
1: <laughs> Emily looked around the shitty little one-room apartment with its worn furniture and bare wood floor. In her mind, living in that apartment was punishment enough. Sharing it with Tasman was like entering an inner circle of hell. The building had stairs instead of an elevator. Emily knew the only way Tasman could leave the building was riding on Watson's back. You
2: know what, Howie? We could have left here a month ago if it weren't for you. Your boyfriend is the president of the Enlisted Man's Empire. Why don't you step out on the street and see who salutes him?
1: Watson wasn't really the president of the EME, but he'd spent a few weeks in charge on an interim basis now he was in hiding. They were on the southeastern outskirts of Washington, D.C., the wrong part of town. The neighborhood had become infested with unified authority soldiers. Rhodes might be able to get us out of
2: here. You said he worked for an intelligence agency? Yeah, one of them. Does he work for the Marines? Do you associate Marines with intelligence? I said intelligence! That means he doesn't
1: work for the Marines. In his right hand, Rhodes carried a small case marked with the emblem of the E.M.E. Marines, an eagle perched on a globe with an anchor in the background. They were in unified authority territory. Only a suicidal fool would carry a case like that on these streets, either a fool or someone with powerful friends. Do you see the emblem
2: on his case?
1: That doesn't make him
2: a Marine. So what's he doing with that case? Maybe we should go ask him. Now there's an idea. Trav, maybe we should stop him. He might have an encrypted phone. We, we'd we be able to call Wason or Freeman for help. Watson, if there is a problem, you can take him. You're bigger than he is. You said he was a spy. He might be dangerous. I said he was an administrator. Hmm. Tasman, you're coming with me. What about me? You're staying here. Get specked, Watson. What if he kicks your teeth in? You might need me. You'll be safer up here. (laughs) Oh, listen, Galahad. I've seen what happens when you lose a fight. You're going to need me. You don't trust me? In a fight? Travis dear, I bet I can take you.
1: After Watson loaded Tasman on his back and trotted down the stairs, Emily at his heels, they emerged to a narrow alley with a dumpster and crates and drunks. Rhodes strolled past as they moved down the alley. Watson lowered Tasman to the ground and hid behind the dumpster.
0: Rhodes! Hey,
2: Rhodes, is that you?
1: Rhodes stopped, turned to look in the alley, and saw the old scientist sitting against the wall like a vagrant. Uh, I know you. Damn straight you do, genius! You're Howard Tasman. Can you give me a ride back to Washington? Rhodes stepped into the alley. (laughs) Howard Tasman? Oh, I'll get you to Washington. Rhodes started to pull his gun from his holster as he stepped past the dumpster. Watson sprang from his hiding place and grabbed the briefcase, wrestling the case free. Then he swung Rhodes face first into the side of the dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) Watson slammed a fist into Rhodes' jaw, knocking him out. Kevin Rhodes fell to the concrete.
2: Baby, I'm impressed.
0: If you enjoyed listening to the clip of Rogue Clone 10, The Clone Apocalypse, you can purchase this title right here on our website, www.graphicaudio.net. The book can be purchased in all available download formats, MP3, M4B, and FLAC. You can also grab it in audio CD format, and you can listen to your downloads anytime, anywhere, with our free Graphic Audio Access app, available for Apple and Android devices. Be back next week as I'll have another pick of the week for you. Until then, peace.